Let's start this off right. Yes, sir. Let's start this off right, ladies and gentlemen. Meet the brave. The dead. You don't get to be that fire. You don't get to talk about it. You don't get to talk about it. You don't get to talk about it. That's how we yeah, started shit off today. That's, exactly how, <laughs> that's how we started shit off today. Wayne's back. We're back. It's Meet the Brave. I am your host, Monty Draper. And today we got a full rule. Yes, we yes. got a we got we got my man Poe back. Juan Poe is back. What up, brother? What's up, man? LG. No, no, no IG LG is What's in the building. Y'all? And we got a special guest. Young Sal. Sal Green, say what up. What up? Sal's behind the camera today. Uh we we are very fortunate to have hella talented homies and he and he's like super special so appreciate you being here bro we're gonna um try to keep the video content thing moving um but enough of that soft shit what up fellas how we feeling sure everything good feeling good living good shit how was how was it out in the land po yeah they let you up out yeah, of there it was i cool. see it was cool it was solid <laughs> you know back in one piece yes sir uh Shit was, went, shit went well though. All, all you need to say. Well, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we, did, we definitely. Did you we see hard knocks. No. <laughs> oh, okay. We did slide by there though. Y'all still by the stadium? Yeah. Well, how how's it look outside? Um, it doesn't suit the team. It seems like it. Oh, it's, it's, it's dope. It's yeah, dope. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But the, they 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 be they'll be they're building Cleveland up a lot though, aren't they? Downtown area first, okay, and okay. then they're gonna start venturing out. out. I'm so. a huge fan of uh, Baker Mayfield, bro. Our, oh. I, I think he about to turn that thing upside down. You watch? Did you watch the preseason uh, game this week? Did you watch um, his? Did you watch his series at least? His few series. I didn't get a chance to actually watch any of their games yet, but I did watch Hard Knocks, and I was uh, I was happy with that pick when I watched the draft. So okay, okay. Yeah. Baker at number one. That's how you you were you were good with that. I'm with Baker. I'm with Baker all the way. I'm mad. I'm not mad. We not gonna start with sports though. Y'all not. Yeah, just no, gonna, no, y'all no, not no, gonna. No, y'all no. not gonna disrespect CMB. <laughs> Come on, man! Yeah. What we what we doing? Wayne and Baby last night. If y'all didn't see at the uh, what is the Wayne Fest called? Why well, I keep forgetting Louisiana, Louisiana the Louisiana Fest brought Birdman out, and as everyone expected, they pieced up. It's a lot to get to, but we got to start there. Um, things go in waves, generations, and each generation has its person. And how easily lost Wayne was our guy. Am I wrong? He was. Yeah, Wayne has always been my guy, bro. No, 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 no. Stop. You don't get the, you don't get the timing <laughs> yet. I'm talking to Poe right now. Okay, it's I'll, just me and Poe. Just checking, For sure. You, just you don't you don't get to talk yet. Okay. You gonna go right. last. We go. Right you gonna go last. Right Poe. Yeah. For sure. At, at one, but we got because cooler heads got to prevail, right? Because <laughs> your man not gonna be rational at all. Of course. So, They're rational about this, bro. But go ahead. At one point, 
Undisputably, mm-hmm. Wayne's the guy, right? Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Time happens. Technology happens. All this shit happens. Mm-hmm. Drugs happen. Mm-hmm. Um, business. Business happens. Mm-hmm. That's that's very important. And somewhere along the lines, as the Kendricks emerge, Drake becomes his own thing. Mm-hmm. Cole emerges. Travis enters the atmosphere. Ye continues to do this thing. Wayne is kind of lost in the sauce. Am I am I wrong in where I'm at right now? Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong. I think Wayne is only lost in the sauce just because he had to put his career on pause just to handle business. Wayne has always been able to stay afloat and relevant. Mm-mm, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. He he hasn't. We're not gonna do that. Not on. Not on. Not in, with how important last night was. We're not gonna do. We're not going to pussyfoot around how inconsistent Wayne has been. In what regard? Mu- just, just music. music. Just music. And I, I and I'm only and I'm only comparing Wayne to Wayne, right? Because he's like arguably one of the best to ever do it, mm-hmm. and to have that high of output. To have the, you don't get to talk bad, yet. Unplug bad. his my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> to have that high of output. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking about the quantity. I'm talking about the quality. <clears throat> like to put out that much music and have to be and to have it be that great mm-hmm. for that long. And then for something to happen. Who knows what it we we say business, we can say drugs, we can say so many different things happen. And as life happens, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But all that is important to highlight how important last night was. He's been gone. The music hasn't been of Wayne's caliber. I don't care what he about to say when he get on the mic. <laughs> it, hasn't, it hasn't been what we needed it to be. And last night, as he... I don't... Did y'all watch that? I'm a title subscriber. You title subscriber? Unfortunately, I'm not. Oh, oh he got on a Rock Nation hat, and this nigga don't subscribe to title. Zoom in on him, Sal. Please. <laughs> it's very hard to make a transition from Apple Music. Nah, when you got nah, all it's, your nah, shit. It's not, nah, it's not. Here. Nah, it's not. That's an excuse. And then you got to go to that's an title excuse. and find all that shit again. That, that's an excuse. Nah, it's money. You know what that excuse, money? You know what that excuse is? That's not the one. So we support, <laughs> black, business. We support black business on this podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm fucking with you. Um, But I did watch the live stream last night. Uh Oh, so you caught that moment in real time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I feel like it was staggered a little bit. I don't think it was like right on top of the actual event. I feel like it was there was some delay. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Um, but when Wayne does a set like that, how many, how many rappers, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to how many artists, period, could do a set by themselves? And probably go three and a half hours of hits. Undefeated. Who can do that? <clears throat> Rapper Drake, Drake can. No. Not Drake like Wayne. Can't? Not like Wayne. Why can't Drake? Not like Wayne. Drake can do Drake can get pretty close, but he like as long Wayne set mm-hmm. just Wayne too. All right. I'm Yeah, Wayne. Okay, Wayne's, I see Wayne's consistently saying, saying some some yeah. real shit too, regardless of what song is on. I'm I don't even care what he's saying. <laughs> I'm just talking. <laughs> Excuse I'm me. Just, I'm just. Peri- <laughs> I'm said, just talking. Help, help me, is, fellas. Focus. Oh, focus. Okay. Focus. Okay. Help me understand. 
and help the rest of the world understand how big last night was uh, because of what Wayne means and where Wayne, or, or at least what Wayne should mean is what I'm getting at because he should mean more than he does and he should get a little bit more credit because I do I personally credit Wayne for the likes of a Travis for the likes of a Kendrick Young um, for the likes of a Thugger mm-hmm. um, who uh, Quavo Sway Lee. The whole Migo, Sway Lee, Ray Shrimmer in general. Drake. Uh, Drake, definitely Drake. Uh, who else am I missing? But even even if we are missing somebody, think mm-hmm. of the niggas we just named and think of the upper echelon and the upper tier of mainstream artists right now. Mm-hmm. For Wayne to have personally impacted their style, mm. every last one of them, and he's and it, at least to me, it doesn't seem he's held in the regard he should be. Just and it's because of the last by, few years. So by the by the map in okay, totality okay, in just general. Checking, just checking. I just want to see in totality. Okay. When we have the, you listen to all these podcasts and these debate shows, mm-hmm. the one person's name that's constantly left out is Wayne. Right. And rightfully so. What have you done for me lately? Right. But if every nigga on your top list on top of the list right now is a direct descendant of said person. What are we really talking about? So last So that's why last night was major. Okay. To so me. It's just the the reannouncement of Wayne's arrival, basically. We talked you weren't here, but me, Elle and I talked about how for whatever reason, even kids were sad when Aretha died uh hmm. last week, right? And we attributed to sampling and all these different things that kept her name prevalent mm-hmm. um throughout throughout these different generations. Because we're talking about being able to span almost six, seven generations mm-hmm. at that at that point. So you gotta be able to you gotta perform. You have to have these moments. And Wayne, yeah, ha- has had moments, but I don't know. I find it disrespectful when there's conversations around that and no one mentions Wayne in terms of changing the entire industry. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what happened was that like along the way, uh, unfortunately, when Wayne came out or when Wayne was doing what he was doing, it's uh, that group, uh, as they have aged, um, there was a distraction that happened along the way. For who? The group, the group that was really touched by Wayne. So the the, the artists, no, the artists are fine. The artists that uh, have, I have got their, you. I got you. I'm talking about the people that are listening. As they age, just the consumer, the consumer, exactly. Mm-hmm. So as they age, they um they had a distraction that happened right at the at the point of when Wayne was it. It wasn't that he that he stopped being hot, but more so he had that whatever that issue was that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. that put him out of relevancy for that for that moment mm-hmm. that happened at the exact same time as them receiving a, another distraction so mm-hmm. now we kind of transitioned into another phase where it's so microwave that if we can't even remember the you know the top album from January hmm. and we're now in August then how the hell are we supposed to remember this amazing artist that has not been dropping consistently as you know who is our top artist now we have what kendrick or somebody like that mm-hmm. who can't who has that right now to drop you know two or three years in between in each. between yeah. between each one or you know some codes or whatever just to drop it just drop an album and give no promo and and i and, and i guess that's my argument because a lot of the OGs will immediately go, oh, it's microwave, it's microwave. But you see the people that are having the most, that are making the most impact musically 
they got time in between the album. Gamb- Gambino probably goes two or three years in between each record. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, Cole, um, Drake, for that matter. Um, and so when you look at it, and when you take it, my for me in this conversation alone, M and Wayne are the are the ones in that realm that I think, for whatever reason, aren't taking advantage of what they mean to us. And by that, I mean, they got the freedom to go get the hottest underground niggas that make the best shit and and put together sonically the most incredible album that no one can fuck with and get off all kinds of ideas. They can they can merge their because they both do that boom bap shit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also both sound really good over modern shit, too, mm-hmm. when they're in their bag. And so. When you're talking about um, what was that in the group chat when we're trying to figure out uh, the Ben Affleck shit about the the sphere of fame and all that shit. Mm-hmm. How does that impact direct just direction, you know, and and focusing and delivering and just being an innovator still, you know, the the need the need to consistently stay relevant and fighting that fighting that part of it. Mm-hmm. But then also be on the forefront of just pushing shit along and pushing it past where it is. That's what made both of them hot, and that's why I use them because they were taking at least hip hop yeah, somewhere that hadn't been. They're different people, though. Like they're like they're in a different class of a human being. So I don't see uh, Wayne and Eminem even being so into the whole thing that you have to do now which is be as visible as possible they don't that's what i'm saying that i just yeah, that so, was so, the but, but, point but that but that would you know that would go over to the fact the on the reason why they're not in that space that you would think of because they just don't they don't care to be but that's what but that, see it but you can't have it both ways though because when because like we like i said like we just named the niggas that are at the top so Come drop so, they so shit and, so and, and, and then spin so off. You saying it has nothing to do with the art, then, if that's the case? No, it has everything to do with the art. Mm-hmm. But everybody gets so caught up into this shit, yeah. they completely forget about the music. Mm. Whereas, if anyone has the green light to solely focus on the music and only show up when they got music, it's Wayne and him. Mm-hmm. Kendrick does it. <laughs> Cole does it. Mm-hmm. Childish does it. Travis does it. Fuck sake. Travis only pulls up when it's time when it's music time. True. It cycles though, bro. Like who who really wants to be on top for twenty years? It's not even about being on top. You've earned you've at this point mm-hmm. the amount of output and especially Wayne's work ethic and the amount of shit he was putting. Like keep Wayne birthed this thing of like, yo, I'm gonna show y'all what work ethic is. Right. And, and y'all and y'all see if y'all can keep up. He he's the Spawn of that him and right, right, right. I'll probably say him and fifty, right? And just like give us giving us almost four projects a year. That's crazy. Yeah, and then making it look easy, mm-hmm. and then out of those four projects, probably hit you with twelve number ones in a calendar year. That's fucking nuts. So they earn, and that's what I mean. You earn the right to fall back, mm-hmm. and by fall back, I mean not have to play the the, the social game mm-hmm. and the timeline game, mm-hmm. but just pull up when it's music time. Mm-hmm. But as Poe alluded to. Business happens. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, Wayne gets a big pass because how much was the business fucking up what we're talking about right now? Mm-hmm. And that's why all, all that to get to this point of last night being major because we watched two men of color mm-hmm. 
that built something that's way bigger than them and all of us that mean a lot to a particular generation. Like cash money means a lot, regardless of how you want to play it or not. They mean a fucking lot. So to watch two black men get together and peace up on a public forum and go, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. It means it it means that we're moving in a way where business is going to be more important than the emotions and shit. Cause like, yo, my nigga, we need each other. There's a bag out there for what we mean to everybody. Let's go get it and let's not be petty. Somebody, yeah. help. somebody I'm, help. I'm me. Glad, I'm glad yeah. I definitely, I, I just appreciated Birdman making the apology public instead of just, you know, he probably said it behind closed doors or whatnot and able to do that in front of everybody. He he probably knew he was wrong for all the, all the shit that he put Wayne through, like he said to his face or to everybody else. Like, uh, this man put his life in my hands to make something happen and hmm. I owe it to him to at least, you know, honor him or to give him an apology. So, shit, I, I thought it was great. So you guys, you guys are, are really thoughtful thinkers, and and just think about the world in a in a in a unique way. Does this absolve Birdman of the wrongdoing, having a real human moment to acknowledge his wrongdoings and just move forward? Because we don't we don't we we claim as Americans we like the underdog story and all that shit, but we don't forgive easily. Uh, Birdman just got to make right by what the fuck he's done to all of his other artists. This is like, this feels like a step in the right direction. Though. Yeah, it, it definitely is a step. You have to make. Yeah. yeah, but well, shit, it's all about if you follow up with the action, like you know, as far as business wise, what you gonna do with BG? Hmm. We still don't got Chopper City. Fuck, uh, you got to You know what you got to go through to find Chopper City bro, right now? No, there's, <laughs> bro, they're they're selling Chopper City for over a hundred on uh, on Amazon. The 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 CD or the, the vinyl? The CD. Nigga, the vinyl, bro. Nigga, that's that's a myth, bro. <laughs> The vinyl, the vinyl is easily like two, three hundred right now. For a beat, think about that. That's nuts. It's a lot of like classic, like sample shit. That's yeah. that much. But mm-hmm. for Chopper City and the Ghetto to be that much is fucking nuts, bro. Because that, that's a rare, rare piece. Right classic there. album. I don't Super care what nobody classic. say. Super classic. So, Dog so can we can we go to Wayne Wayne's corner real quick? We gonna go to Wayne's corner earlier oh, in the show. Yeah. Yes. 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 Go Wayne earlier corner. today, so we got a. Few oh yeah. Questions. What did Wayne? What Wayne took you back? G. Uh, he said everything is good, man. He's just trying to put out some music now, man. Let's get to the bag. That was the most important. Thing. <laughs> when's when's C five coming? Yeah, tell us. That's what we needed. His birthday in September. I mean, it seemed like it. Well, everything that's going on. They weren't like given any up. dates. They just said that C five is on the way. So that means he been saying know, that they they might. <laughs> I know, but I believe it this time. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll fuck with you. I think. But uh, nah, seriously though, just the whole thing, like to just go back on it. It's, it was an amazing day. It was good to see something like that take place, and something that we, in a way, we wanted to see hmm. and we and we we needed to see uh, so bad. Um, and I think that's something that could catapult them getting to that space again, as far as. Um, being in the public eye and giving us some hits, man, because you gotta you gotta allow room for you know time to happen and um, see what comes out on the back end. Hmm. So for that one, I mean, either way, we just needed Wayne that makes some music. But if we can get it underneath his camp that we've seen so much success under, and seen him being able to actually do the promo behind him, something that will you know get people excited again. You know, you gotta. You got to restart a lot of fans, unfortunately. Yeah. Because you kind of forget 
that this guy was who he was. You know what I'm saying? I man, I I remember Sideshow days and Mixtape Wayne and bro, he's given us so much music that I you know, me personally I never fell back on, but you know, <laughs> I see why folks could fall back on it yeah. if you're not really listening to it, my man, or you're not feeling the beats or you caught up in that whole drug stuff or whatever, but he keep he keeps he keeps gems and that's all that's all I care about. As long as I get as long as I hear some gems and I know he's doing all right. So you went to it already. What are you in a perfect your perfect world, Paul? Both of y'all. What do you what would you like to see happen from that moment? Would you like to see a complete resurgence of the entire label? Is it specifically for Wayne? Um, mm. what do you, what what do you, what do y'all think? Uh. I don't know. I just like to see a mature Wayne after this. You mm. feel me? Like when C Five come out, I'd rather hear some type of pain. What the fuck you was going through? I don't want to hear about you fuck three bitches a day. Or, <laughs> you know, you got all this money. Like we always gonna get that from Wayne, and I'm cool he, with that. But I'm talking about like the uh, like on Big Sean shit, the deep, the uh, song deep. Yeah. Like when he went in on that shit, he went in. Yeah. Like, well, I need that Wayne in a, in a whole album. So I hope that. We get that from this whole, you know. Yeah, but I'll take the balance of the two because I think that was I'm what still Wayne. I'm still always, down with playful Wayne. Yeah, he prevailed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, his I, best, I at Wayne. his best, he's he can get in that. He can go in both bags in the same song sometimes. So a lot of times in the same verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's what G. What you? What do you? What are your your perfect world? What do you? What do you see this turning into? Uh, perfect. As a because we're speaking as fans. Excuse me, right? Y'all. Right. Uh, if exactly. you can't tell, the passion is strictly from being. We're cash money babies. Like we caught the no limit wave. Like we were prevalent in no limit wave. No limit. No limit means a lot to us. Death row, bad boy, all that shit. But yeah. I, I feel like I could say that cash money is our label, mm, right? Man. Am I bugging? We're, seriously, we're extensions of cash money yeah. for sure. So every, every cash money, young money, the yeah. entire collective of it, and that was from the begin, the top of the roster to the bottom. Yeah. But uh, what I would like to see is just uh, now that the head, the head of the snake. Uh, the two heads of the snake have made the like the amends. Um, I would like to see you know the aftermath of that. So the aftermath of that is that as long as the vibe is good, then I have no, I have no worries about how the label will reflect that. I, I want to I want to roll with you on that, but in some regard, I think that's hella naive. Like when there's that much money mm-hmm. that's reportedly been, um, you know stolen or however, however you want to word it mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's as easy as in my mind I, in my fairy tale mind I want it to be like yo everybody piecing up um, and probably not I mean but at the same time bro like you gotta you gotta plead you gotta still insert some type of fairy tale into certain situations hmm. so regardless of if it's uh, nevity or whatever in these type of situations if you are a fan of what you what you've always seen then that's what your optimism will be if i continue to live in pessimism about everything then you know that's 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 not the world i'm trying to live in mm-hmm. so it'll be you know it's 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 just something that you would you would appreciate in a perfect world seeing you with, know what I'm saying? with that we just saw the numbers of the industry and less than 12 percent of how much money was generated being paid out to the actual artist doing the work that's nice um with birdman working as close to universe baby and slim working as close as they have with universal universal is one of the biggest distributors mm-hmm. um 
do we see this impacting and and becoming a play for an advocacy of artists like is is as birdman changed that much or it's like let's mm-hmm. let's make let's create some real bosses now mm-hmm. um no i wouldn't say nah. that <laughs> i won't say I'm, that. i'm not on that train just yet i'm I li- I'd like to start the conversation, though, because it, it needs to happen. Um, when you look at those numbers, and we backtracking because this, this report is like almost two, three weeks old now. Mm-hmm. Um, for years, they've been selling us the shtick that the music industry is dead, and this couldn't be any further from the truth. Right. I know that there were moments where it was perceived that way, but then artists just hit the road and, and built their shit grassroots. So now with the streaming shit and people figuring out how to monetize it, uh, this is going to be a really good way to get in the next segment because we want to congratulate uh, Joe, Rory, Mar- Mall, Parks, and that whole crew, Savon and all those dudes for their Spotify deal because that's really big. All right. Um, round of applause. Right. I wish we had our round of applause button. It's all good. <laughs> just, just, just listen to it. Just, yeah, it yeah. Imagine <laughs> in your mind. But con- congrats to them. Um, and everything around streaming has been the Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. And in particular, podcasts. Apple, is you, if you got an iPhone, you the, you get the app and you can just listen to all this shit. All right. Um, Stitcher, you got to... Some of the other stuff has subscriptions, but if you post it on SoundCloud, it's free. All this shit's free, but it's counting as streams and as views and as plays and as, as viewership. So somebody's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like everything, TV, our television, our music, our radio, ads, 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 ads. Somebody's selling something, and somebody's making money. Right. Um, and when the center of said ad is our content, and niggas don't see a cent of that, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, and this can tie into the Burden Wayne shit. How how do how do we get that shit restructured? And wouldn't these be the motherfuckers to to be at the forefront of it because of what they did as a, as an indie in the in the distribution deal that they were able to secure <laughs> with Universal? It's they, we're talking about record numbers, y'all. And if no, if you guys aren't familiar with those cases, please go back and do your research, because No Limit, uh, Rap a Lot, Cash Money, um, they got they got, a, they got a fifty right, more than that. Y- yeah, was like set. What was like ninety? What they deal? Yeah, uh, there's about ninety. Distri- what they were splitting? Right, right. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. is disgusting, hmm. um, in a good way, because yeah. these these are these are black owned labels we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you said it too, G. Things go in cycles. Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing these these indie, like mom and pop labels, pop back up. Yeah. And so now with the industry sort of resetting itself, it's going to repeat where these where these where these labels are going to get deals with majors and be able to be able to put out their artists. Like we're going to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. The hope is that. The artists have learned their lesson. So you necessarily talking about the artists or artists coming together and creating their own distribution? Not, not, not even cre- well because people because people tried that shit. Yeah, and, and we specifically. know specifically, specifically yeah. Dame, uh, 
Jay Prince, Prince and Irv and Suge and yeah. like they tried that shit and we saw what happened. Right. I still don't want people of color to be discouraged to try it again though, especially with the way technology is set up now. So who would you like to see do that? I mean, if we talking about that's what I'm saying. Bird, I would like to see Bird. I would like to see Hove. I would like to see. I would like to see Dame come back. I would like to see if if, if you guys aren't reading um, the Art of Respect. I'd like to see them all work to Jay Prince and all them work right. together. But I don't know how realistic. Again, I'm, this is me as a fan mm-hmm. going. Yo, I might be tripping. And I'm okay with tripping, but I think it's. I think some dope shit could happen. I don't think Bird is that. I don't think Birdman is there yet uh, as far as wanting to, I don't know, team up or something. You know, I think he, like you say, it's it's a slow growth for him right now. His, his first step was just apologizing. I mean, he an OG, and I'm pretty sure that's not something that he's accustomed to doing, especially somebody as close to him as Wayne, you know. you think it would be easy to do, but uh, I don't know, man. Well, t- typical typical fan wanting more when you got a, an awesome day tomorrow yesterday hey man <laughs> on, on to the next right <laughs> let, let, let's just enjoy the day um but let's go back to to joe and them yeah. uh you guys are you guys are big uh joe budden fans huge fans, fans um and have been on the podcast you have you you guys have both been on since day one huh not day no. one, but oh, in the early stages. Okay, right? early, we, were at, we were at that Madi towards like the end of the Madi. If you were listen, if you were there when Madi was there, that's still relatively early. Okay. Um, uh, but to see where it went from the awkwardness of Rosenberg being there in the beginning and all that shit, um, that was a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, um, but if you if you guys got to listen to how awkward it started out, and then that learning in real time, that's essentially what. Meet the Brave was built around was um because it it was like tax um um RIP to combat Jack yeah um drink champs drink champs um brilliant idiots kinda y'all know how I feel about fucking Andrew shows like I don't really fuck with him um trying to think of who there's a couple other shows even even Joe Rogan and WTF and all these other shows. Like listening to them in their in their infancy, um, Juan Epstein. I can't forget about Juan Epstein. That's like the podcast that started it all for me personally. Um, you hear the growth in real time, but it's, yeah. it's it's a lot like music where you see you see it in your in the artist early, like the early K dot shit. Quality wise, like the videos and how horrible the sound was. Mm-hmm. You still could hear him shine through, and you knew he was gonna be dope. Yeah, I think everybody that listened to the K dot shit knew he Kendrick was gonna turn out to be that. Um, similar with similar with Drake too. And to be fair, like, he, what's the one before comeback season? Oh, I don't know. But, I haven't even listened to comeback season. Oh, to be shit. honest, but you could hear you could hear it. Like, yeah. just he was he was ta- just talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things take time, and it's not overnight. And do you have the stamina? Do you have the capacity? Do you have the bandwidth to just keep going? Because hmm. it's going to be those moments where people ain't checking for you. Um, you doing it on, like, y'all niggas made the trip out here to do this today. Like, all this shit. And this is what we talked about when I first pitched out the idea. Like, yo, let's let's show people what it takes. Let's capture the grind. Hmm. Um, and document it for people so that they have more incentive to just see their vision through. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about it with our parents, like 
it took me a while to realize that my mom had dreams outside of working for fucking AT&T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Till we start talking about, you know, dreams and shit. Right. And she's like, yo, I want to do this. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Then I got to rap with Pops, and he has dreams and all these things. And their life in general, life happens, and it's made them just like, fuck a dream. Ain't nobody have time for no dreams. What are right. you talking about? Right. You know, we out here living. I got kids to take care of and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't eat off them dreams, bro. You feel me? And right now, at least. And it and it 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 cost to see your vision through. Even if you're not paying nothing out of pocket, like the mental energy you're giving and, and the time, nigga, our time is worth so much. Yeah. So the there's a lot of no's. So that's <laughs> a, a lot of that's, that's a lot of picking yourself back up. You feel me? You gonna have meeting after meeting where they're gonna tell you to go fuck yourself essentially, and your yeah. art sucks. And you, as a sane person, you go, maybe I should get this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the fifth person telling me I'm trash, I should probably just quit. Right. Um, but there are those few that see it so clear that they keep going, even when the people closest to them is telling them, yo fam, you should probably do something else. All right. Um, and not everybody is going to have that golden moment of breaking through, especially if you can't hold on. But if you can hold on, my nigga, mm-hmm. it's going to work. It just, it just has this way of working out. I'm a firm believer of that. And so that's why for me, the brave, that's what I wanted it to be was just cap- capturing all the shit that people couldn't see. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember moving back home, mom's being pissed about the music shit, my dad being pissed, grandma being pissed, all these people being pissed. And it wasn't that they didn't believe. Maybe they didn't think it was good or that I could do it initially. Maybe, perhaps that may, that may have been the case. Yeah, it was out of fear, though. Out of fear. Out of fear for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Wanting me to be okay and being able to take care of myself and all these things, which is the parental uh, instinct kicking in. It's it's na- it's just natural. Yeah. So knowing that, mm. I didn't take it personal, but I also knew the stigma that came with subscribing to being artist, um, laziness. You're not gonna bust your ass and all this shit. And so what if what if I do the work to change that narrative and mm. just go hard? Mm. How does that conversation then sit? And I watched the narrative and the and the energy towards me change as I just dedicated myself. Nothing was happening. I wasn't getting no deals and wasn't making no money still or nothing. But at the very least, what they could all relate to was working hard. You had to grind. Yeah. You know? Um that has its own language and you, you, you know it, that. And well. it's, uni- it's fucking <laughs> you know universal. Well, exactly. mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that can yeah. at the very least respect the work and so if we could capture that you know the production value that goes into it the post-production the administrative work like if we could document all that shit and have conversations around it how many people would that inspire not only to go pursue their dreams but to treat it like a real grind as opposed to something that's secondary and they don't give their all to right and that shit too. Yeah, important. I mean, you're out here grinding anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, <laughs> you regardless, already you're out here grinding, bro. Like, if you don't know it, if you if, <laughs> if you're not sitting on your butt 24 hours a day, then you out here doing something that's towards, and most times it's towards somebody else's dream. So you know, just just put it into that pers- into that perspective, and 
you kind of get behind um, a lot of what an artist you can actually appreciate what an artist is actually doing or even just people out here that's trying to be that's trying to do entrepreneurial stuff or just trying to do stuff for the, for their on their own when yeah. it's not really clicking just yet to everyone absolutely you can still respect uh, the fact that you're actually doing that because the one universal language like you said was the grind it has its own language and if you're doing that for yourself people ain't gonna understand that Absolutely. but they'll, they'll see that they say it at some point where it'd be like <laughs> wait a minute this guy is still doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> or this or this woman is still it doing absolutely <laughs> um no I, I, I we needed to as a as a pocket from one podcast to another wanted to acknowledge that and also for the other podcasts, because I got a lot of homies that have their own shows that that subscribe to ours, which is which is an honor in itself. It's like the the nod and the respect from your peers. Um, be proactive in in learning where this this the business of podcasts is heading. Um, it's gonna change real real fast. Um, I think a lot of people who were early in in public access television and public radio, if they could do it over would have um, been a little bit more firm and held on to some of the equity or hmm. been willing to invest more because of what it would eventually would turn into. Mm-hmm. But it's hard It's hard to vision um, media forms because so many come and go. But there are those few where you can get in on the ground level mm-hmm. and if you can sustain and, and retain <laughs> the ownership of your shit, you could you could go a long way and do some things, and so we've been fortunate enough to to make some headway fairly early in our in work because we're in our infancy, especially with the formation of this particular show mm-hmm. um, and meet the brave in its totality. Um, but declaring it here and now, y'all, we're gonna grow this shit to some beyond our wildest dreams, and it's gonna happen. But we just gonna keep working. Most definitely. Um, enough of that sappy shit. Let's talk about some more real nah, shit. Just real shit. <laughs> hey, my nigga, I got, I got a question for you, though. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, listening to uh, Joe's last episode, yeah. the algorithm for uh, an artist's worth, mm-hmm. with you being a, being an artist yourself, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? What do you think that's all based off of? Because I found that really interesting, that they have this this model that they plug in and they say, okay, you're worth this. They have it in sports. They have it in That's in any true. in any in any field where there's money to be dispersed based off of your talents or what you contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this shitty algorithm where they determine it, and it's a lot of it's it starts with the market, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Odell and Todd Gurley getting paid what they got paid is going to reset the market mm-hmm. for their position. Um, Odell got paid already. Yeah, a couple days ago. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, and so that's gonna happen. That happens with with entertainers, um, especially rappers. Now it's public information that hip hop is the number one export in America. Most definitely, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, you sit in these meetings in these rooms, and there's nothing but white people that don't know a thing about hip hop, other than it generates the most money out of the out of the music genres. Mm-hmm. How do we get a part? How do we get a stake? How do we get in early? Um, and a lot of it is catching those mid to major rappers about to break and buddying up with them. Hey, we're going to break you into the next level and this is what your value is and this is what the percentage that we're going to take of what you earn for the next 10 years or whatever. Something crazy like that. That makes sense. Um, 
And so for Joe, and I think we all, anybody that's a fan of the show, got to experience him learning all of this shit in real time. Mm -hmm. Because he was fresh out of his deal. And he was he was fresh out of the love and hip hop shit, mm-hmm. and so he was he was scattered brain, and all over the place, and that's the signs of somebody getting a whole bunch of fucking information. That's like, whoa, wait a minute, and uh, I I I am like that right now. Where the more meetings you take, you get to see where they value, where they value your social media influence, mm-hmm. where they value the music, where they value you overall. And where they value the industry that you're in. Hmm. And all of that shit gets jumbled up into this weird thing and they generate what you're worth. That's crazy. Um, And a lot of it now for not just rappers but entertainers, period, is based off of your social following. Right. Because it's it's another guaranteed way to monetize who you are. Right. Fuck the music. Fuck any of that. How many people are watching you on And that's how you end up getting cursed out by Nicki. Start talking about your followers. <laughs> Start talking about your followers. Your, who, your, who your wifey followers is, and um, who your child is that, followers. We want. Is. We can go there then, because you brought it up, <laughs> Nikki. Sure. Nikki and her her, her continued tirade. Um, for all the listeners that's been listening to the show, we Nikki started off every the last three episodes, I guess. Yep. And here she is again. Um, and I can't defend it. And that's my. I love fucking Nikki. I love the album. I, I hate that we have to talk about anything but the music. That's money in real time. Nah, what was, what was people Cause, saying? Because money was for sure started off doing the defense. I was about to. I mean, <laughs> what was people saying about my comments about Nikki? Oh my you said gosh. niggas was getting on my so, head. So no, not chicks. The the Nikki. What's what's Nikki's hive called? Or the Barbies? The, the Barb's. The Barb's came for you. The Barb's came for you. And they what it what it was. Is that they were saying, yo, he he worried about everything but the music, and come to find out, y- you were right on, <laughs> like because she was gonna get, she was gonna make it to where we couldn't talk about the music at all. That's crazy. And so here we are, we're two weeks removed from the release of Queen, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about the music whatsoever. It's about her radio show, Queen Radio, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so appalling. If she hadn't completely dismissed uh, the Breakfast Club, the Joe Budden podcast, and I think that may have been it where she was like, your little show. But she was more so talking about Joe and them. Yeah. And now she's moved, she sees, she's gotten to see how impactful it is and, and has moved into that in. media form yeah. and to use that to uplift the music. But again, it's a disservice and a disrespect to the to the form because she doesn't realize that it's not the same. It completely takes away from one from the other. Yeah, like, that's been my that's been my beef. Like it's not a real beef, but that's just been my thing about her. And it's not like a I'm not trying to like just go in on her or whatever, anything like that. It is more so. What do you actually believe? And stop. And like I don't get what you actually believe. It's too, exactly, it's, it's too it's, all over the place. You're coming from two different, too many different angles, mm-hmm. and it's really just in the benefit of yourself. I get that part A lot of people Are in the benefit of themselves But I still want to know What do you actually believe Because if you actually Took a step back And you looked at The Joe Or the Breakfast Club situation Then it would have been Something that you would have done Or you would have just Hopped into that That circle to begin with You would have played the game You would have just played the game But you you didn't You, you, You want to shit on it And then you want to jump in Yeah what side are you on, yo? Pick a, pick a side. I don't know where you at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's my beef. I just want to know where you at. Um, the attack, the attack of Travis 
was and hilarious, by the way. It was it was hilarious? It's, just, I, it's, I, it's hard to attack Travi. It yeah, and you got to go out of your way because <laughs> he's, he's not saying part, anything back. He's just gonna say shit. And I think that was most the most impressive part is like, oh, all right, <laughs> get, get, get your thoughts off. Uh, but we are gonna go out here and continue, and because his his Keep rebuttal was oh, by the way, number one album in the world, you know. What do you, what do you say what do you say back to someone who's who's attacking you for doing something that everyone in the industry is doing with mm-hmm. the bundle packs yeah including herself including including Nikki and you want to discredit it because you because you because you mad and then completely take away from this awesome body of work you, you that you just put out all right the fucked up part in all it is she ain't wrong. What you mean? The the leveraging the the Kardashian part. Okay. It 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 matters, and yet Ye tr- Ye tried to do it and kind of was able to do it, but I think Travis was way more successful at it because only and it only I only say that because of where Ye is and where Travis is heading. But Ye also dropped a bomb like a week before. That, no, no, so. I'm talking about when when the Ye and Kim thing first happened. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. So when you look at the begin the how. Or how new the comp? The so that was what? Are. That was Jesus. Yeah, that was Jesus exactly. Okay. And it and and it kind of worked. Travis and Kylie's seemed to work a little bit better. And so Nikki, to Nikki's point, Kylie's doing a lot of things better right now. <laughs> leveraging the Kardashian <laughs> name feels like the cheat code, where you can just the your their spouse can just a hey, retweet some shit or repost some shit, and the numbers go stupid. To a base that would never have seen this person at all. She's not wrong. So Nikki's mad because Travis is hustling. That's not why she's mad. No, she's mad that he's playing the same game as her. Yeah, but better. better. But better. <laughs> but better. <laughs> a lot better. It's just oh, so that's what I'm saying. She's wrong. She's not wrong, but she can't say it because she's playing the same game. She can't be the one to call it out. For sure, can't. No. Like, no, just don't. Like, but but the, that thing that got brought up about potentially her being able to leverage um, a new deal or whatever type of deal. I think that's what it was. Being number one, then yeah. okay, I kind of get where you the can incentives. have that. The, everybody yeah. has them. Yeah, but I can see where you can have that natural response, mm-hmm. but you actually just just don't. You can't say it. You, you know what I mean? You like, can't be the one. That, that's that's some that's some behind closed doors. You can go. You can go scream at your entire team about that, <laughs> but you can't. But don't bring that on social. Don't bring bro. that on the internet. Let, let that shit go. <laughs> what? Um. Damn. And then, and then, in that same breath, then Chance can't be the one to defend you. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Chance got to stop defending. Folks, yeah, bro. Chance can't. So, chance, some point, chance we love you, man. But God, you <laughs> what, what did Chance say exactly? He he and he he was dead fucking right. Okay. But he just can't be the one to say it. But and he, what he was saying essentially was, when a black woman is passionate and has a point, mm-hmm. we society in totality wants to dismiss them as angry, bitter, and crazy. He's fucking spot on. Mm-hmm. He just can't say it. Yeah. Also, with that, just wanted to dismiss that whole comment. <laughs> and that's unfortunate, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, because it was from chance, I was like, yep. It don't matter what you say, bro. Sorry. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't that comedy, though, bro? Like, it depends on where that message comes from. It de- depends on who's saying <laughs> like, it. Like, who's saying it, bro? Well, okay. um, I always love when somebody say that they love somebody, and they'll be like, 
He a legend. But <laughs> no, nigga, we're not putting like, this in there. Like love and then legend is like everything after that, bro. If I'm shitting on him, bro, at least at first I started off with love. Exactly. And legend, Just know it's coming from a good place. I don't want to see you go down, you know, die and be the villain. Can we? Can we? Can we, can we talk about? Le- since we're talking about legends, what Luda, hmm. what Luda accomplished at one point. Now to be, we're watching him be attacked. By by Takashi Six Nine. Explain this beef to me because I seen the headlines. Did you see the Did you see the, I did you see the episode of uh, a while and out? With no, Luda? no, 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 no. Um, the Wild Style Battle. Okay. And Luda used or not? Not no, no, no. It wasn't a Wild Style Battle. Um, they were trying to if Takashi or Luda or if Takashi and Nick Cannon were up for a deal, would Luda sign them to DTP? First of all. I ain't heard nobody on DTP in years, but <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh, Nick Cannon or Takashi, and then Nick Can- and then Luda's like, uh, Takashi be on some bullshit. So I guess I'll settle for Nick like a double disc because everybody be fucking with Nick about his rapping <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got, Takashi got wind of it and started going in, and then he went back to the suck my dick. And we keep saying it, you can't tell. Certain people from certain places that because you gotta die. You can't, you bro. You can't keep running around. What was his knock against Luda? Like Luda has, but he don't know that. Is he still? Is he still talking about uh, name a ludicrous song? Yes, he can't say he didn't say that. Bro, no, he he does that with everybody. I hope he didn't say Billboard. Like, where are you on a Billboard, bro? He did. Luda literally ain't on his like Luda's. What we know Luda for Mm -hmm. ain't on that nigga radar at all. He too young. Like he, he, there's no way. There's no know. way you don't know who he was born in 1994. No, not, his, not his music though. And that's when I originally felt old because I was like, I remember Luda being the nigga. Wow. Not his music, and then also a lot of his music wouldn't uh, wouldn't age to right now. Damn, are we are we saying Luda's music didn't age well? No, I'm talking about for like the youth. That's nah. there's no there's no way the youth will go back and that, listen so, and be like, no, that's, no, no, that's, no, that's no a, that's I'm not even fuck. The youth. I'm talking Just about period. for us right now. If back for the first time came on right now, you wouldn't let that motherfucker run from the beginning to the end. No, I let that run. I would let that run. I was just listening to uh Yeah, but uh, if you throwing fat a party, that rabbit go hard. I was just listening to Fat if Rabbit. You, if you got a party, you nah, 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 I'm not throwing nothing. I'm not throwing nothing. <laughs> hey, use a hoe. I'm saying I'll for me though, if that shit came on in the whip, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm talking about if you have a party and you have to entertain people, you can let use a hoe ride. My man, oh, said, what's your my fantasy? man said, you're doing whole activities with that, whole tendencies. Like Holes are your time. friends. Holes <laughs> are your enemies. Yeah. What? <laughs> you better stop it. Come on, bro. Don't talk to me about no ludicrous. So are we saying Luda age well or not? Not nah, with Luda. Fuck that. I don't care what anybody say. Poet, did Luda age well? Go ahead. Get your shit off. Luda was a poet. Oh, hear this nigga. <laughs> Luda, Luda had his time. Did Luda, no, you stop dodging. Did Luda age? I'm not dodging. I said he had his time. His time is over now. Yep. We got Takashi 69. You better remember that. This is how cold it is. Hey, why were you trying to sneak this like one of the bras that didn't, you know, she shaded you or something? You going to play this. Back then, back then, I'm no, you, <laughs> you, you was doing that with your petty ass. Oh shit.
put on my coattail and wait to take a hotel, a hotel. Hotel everybody, even the mayor. Money about to cut all this shit out. <laughs> nah, this is, I'm, I'm playing this song. You can't play this in 2018? What? Oh, now play this song, nigga. Hell no. Nah. Damn. Two. Damn, you can't play this? Fuck no. Damn. Come on, money. You just me too, my whole. Uh, oh. Man, Lou, this over for you. Hey, man. <laughs> Poe just ruined that. That nigga that, cannot. You that, cannot play use a hoe in the club right now. That wasn't even disrespectful, bro. That was a shout out. That was appreciation day. Oh, see. <laughs> this, oh, yeah. This getting edited out for sure. <laughs> Your man wildin'. Yo. Oh, see? Man. What we got? What we got? Uh, all right. Uh, the Azealia Banks episode of Wildin' Out aired this week. Finally. Did y'all watch it? Nope. Did y'all watch the watch clips? Skits. I watched clips. Right? I didn't see them at all. You saw the clips, G? Yeah, I watched clips. So the 85 South niggas didn't lie to us, like we said. Bro, I, I said they didn't, bro. Like, I was I was on their side on it. 80, so 80, the 85 happened? South show is DC Young Fly, uh, Chico Bean, and Carlos Miller. They all are a part of the Wild and Out cast. Mm-hmm. But they have their separate show podcast that they tour with. Yeah. And so after the Wild and Out shit with the Zia Banks, the taping happened. They talked about it on their 85 South show Mm -hmm. and literally verbatim. Them niggas told us exactly what happened. And then the show aired the wild and out episode with the Zelia aired. And it was exactly what they said. Um, And I was the nigga on our episode when we talked about it, when it first happened, like defending Azalea because I'm a big fan of her music. Mm -hmm. But watching that was fucking impossible. Like I was uncomfortable. Like my stomach hurt watching that because I knew it was coming. But then watching it happen. It's like, mm. so what happened? I refresh my memory because I forgot they the uh, situation. Remember in early and wilding out, they would play the the so fly game. Yeah, my man, uh, so fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a version so of that. Petty. So petty. Uh huh. And it's like my man, and it's so petty. How you know? And uh, so Chico does one for Azalea first. Mm-hmm. Um, something about some gloves she wore it. So Nick Cannon's weak ass rap skills were rub off on her. It was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DC comes from all the way out the back Bro. to grab the microphone. Like, oh, I got one. <laughs> I got one. My man, Nick Cannon, so petty, he couldn't get Cardi B, so he bought out Isaiah ugly ass up here. And oh, oh shit. But, but, it's, but it's, it's how DC talks. It's how though. he says it. Like, he always yeah. says at the end of what oh, he ugly says. Ass. Oh, ugly yeah, ass. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was hella dismissive of just her being on there in the first place. Yeah. And again, context and shit. I'm a fan of the 85 South show, so I get DC's humor. I don't really watch Wild and Out like that, but right. 85. If you watch the 85 South show, essentially they take their show and insert it in the whole Wild and Out. Now they do, yeah. Forum and it it works because them three niggas are hilarious. Yeah. you know. Um. So it's a joke, right? Nah. Shit got serious, like uncomfortably serious. And you know, like, like moment, like no, like like stop, oh, like stop the game. <laughs> oh, I got something to say about DC's but disrespect you, towards. You remember when when homies be roasting? Yeah, and it's that one nigga that always take it too serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, every time it's that one person. No matter what you say, it's it's it's. Everybody else had been talked else? about all day, but this one person and got he. That, that so shit. she turned up on the show. No, it was it was like a. It would have been. I think if she would have turned up, I would have probably felt better. But it was like she was hurt. She was hurt. Oh, yeah. she started crying. Not yet. or a little no, like she we, wanted. I, to I cry. didn't. See, I didn't see her cry. Okay, on the footage that I saw, it was more like playing like the vic, like jump right into the victim area. Like 
and I don't I don't want to put it like that, but jump right into like that space where now I just need to get some offs, and I'm just gonna throw at I'm gonna throw at you like the. Uh, the the scoring, the way I, but it yeah, was the, scoring. The way so. the way I heard you <laughs> was that this was this, this was an attack on the entire uh, black woman race. Like every every black woman, this is who you just talked to. Oh, you just don't you don't like black women. It's like no, I just talk about your ugly ass. And you know, like, like, and you, know uh, and you know how when when people get hurt, they start the way they the way they roast is like. Wait, why would you even say that yeah, to somebody? Yeah. So she was like, "You live in a whole seven hundred fifty dollar a month apartment." It was like, "Bro, now you disrespecting everybody that <laughs> look out here looking for a place at seven fifty. Like, wait, a minute. relax, That's like, good. you feel me?" <laughs> she, but she was okay. saying it as like, "It's like, wait, what? Like, why do you you just completely flip this and made this way more general than it yeah. ever was?" You know. Um, so again, here I am. I'm 0 for 2 Defending Nikki Defending Azalea And the, the proof you gotta comes stop out. being PC money I'm trying to tell that you That wasn't PC I'm a fan Hey sometimes you gotta be like Nah that nigga wildin I didn't She. Oh yeah she was wildin You right that PC good. shit gotta get out of here Ladies Ladies it's okay Or ladies and men no, shit, Ladies and men It's okay to To wild out man It's okay to wild But just be Just be alright With what comes back That's that's a pun huh Oh my bad I didn't mean to do that I didn't mean no to do that at all But uh Yeah it's okay to do that But oh. you gotta be ready For what comes back to you And then don't be thinking That you know now you can play that role to everybody else and let them know that it's, it's not okay for you. Now you can't even say nothing to but you. Now. A majority of women just don't know how to joke. <laughs> oh, I feel shit. like we've oh, had. Shit. I feel like we've had this I'm conversation. Not, well, you, I'm not adding. That. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't know how to joke. You know, like they jokes kind of. You know, and not all because there's some funny ass females. Don't get me wrong, but I'm yeah, talking about. Make, he's only making this worse. He's only making this one. Bruh, y'all telling me y'all y'all don't know no females with no corny ass jokes? Like, why the fuck did you say that? G, G, he on his own. He on his own. All I, mean, right. I know. No, no I'm no. fucking with you. All right, guys. nah, nah. <laughs> you know, these niggas, G, we with it. they trying to do it for the sake of the viewership. We these it, niggas man. really know that. Uh, why does she just come over here with that corny ass shit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyway. That's a green yeah. man. That's, That's a green, a green man. man. But is that is that not every like? Okay, now nah, I'm stuck. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, see, he's he just about to get in his bag. Well, go ahead. What's what's next on the docket, buddy? <laughs> just move on. That, move. that could be that conversation. Moving right along. That could be that conversation gentlemen. of why you never bring me around my my uh, my my, uh, my cousins or something like that. Like, oh, why why you why you never around my family? Uh, That's because you can't hold your own. Yeah, these niggas—they trying to sink us before we get the bag. I'm not letting them run the mics no more. So um, good. on the spectrum of mental health, yes. Can we stop ignoring Bow Wow, please? What did Bow Wow do this time? Bruh, he been talking about suicide for like six months now, if not longer. It's just that Bow Wow is like that that boy who cried wolf, man. Damn. It's I think he, he it's an attention grab for me. Let me say, like, there's, there's something like, okay, so when I first got to the property I'm at, uh, the first two nights that i was in there the fire alarm went off so uh-huh. i'm talking about the big one the one that flashes the lights and it's super this new, the new place the new place yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that one yeah, so yeah. that thing goes on for like a minute the first night they get i'm like trying to it's like 4 a.m i'm like running around and i'm going outside i'm going outside i'm looking around I'm like what the hell is going on so it goes off and i was going back in my apartment cause i didn't see nothing second night that thing went off like, i didn't even leave my apartment i'm just like this thing gotta go off at some point cool so i talked to him about that when i get in the office Everybody's coming to the office about this has happened the last week at least three or four times, and it happened this week twice. Yeah. So that hmm. so that's kind of the bow wow, bro. Like, 
uh, what it, it's uh, something going off right now. Uh-huh. It's it's an actual alert. It's a real. It's a it's an important thing that's that's happening. But there's no actual smoke. There's not a building on fire. There's nothing going on. So when a building is on fire, what happens when people don't come that's outside? The perfect analogy. Fuck. I don't yeah. even have. I don't even have a retort. Like, I don't have shit to say. Like you, you dead on. But I. <clears throat> every time I see the shit, I cringe. Because if you look at the comments under it, it's like, fuck you, nigga, die. And I'm just like, wait, what? But he went on The Breakfast Club and addressed that the last time that he was, you know, tweeting what he, out. What did he say? I missed that one. Uh, I think he was tweeting out, um, you know, just the same suicidal shit, like, you know, nigga want to check out or whatnot. And then Charlemagne questioned him about it, and he was just like, oh, you know, I'm just going through some things. But nah, you know, it wasn't like that. It wasn't meant to be taken like that. Uh, blah, so, blah, blah. so everybody, I'm not, that's, I'm not even going to say that, but. Since he addressed it that way, your analogy fits even better. Yeah. Like, but see, that's my issue with playing nothing, with that shit. Nothing as a, to play with. Exactly. And, 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 and people keep using it as a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they aren't. But that was my whole beef with the logic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that shit really made me uncomfortable when you when you know, when you, like, know people. Yeah. Multiple people and have had to deal with that shit on some levels. Why are you using that as a way to make money, bro? Like that shit makes that it, it not even makes me uncomfortable. It infuriates me. And so when people bring up the logic shit, I can't take it serious. Like and perhaps, bro, that really meant something to him, and that's why he did it. But it felt like a play. Yeah, it, was it just it definitely felt like a play, <clears throat> especially when he did that performance and had everybody on stage oh and stuff. It's just like, bro, bro, at some point you gotta stop it. Man. Like if you really want to do something, create a you know an, uh, um, some actual awareness, a foundation or something like that. Something that will really like you know put some awareness to this issue, but. That right, that type of situation right there kind of makes people numb to it, and we don't want people numb to, be to numb this. To suicide. You, can't, you no. can't be numb to this before it even uh, uh, gets the proper awareness that it because it, it still hasn't. Because it still hasn't. It still hasn't. Yeah. There's still people out there hurting to this day that doesn't have the support that they actually need, yeah. or uh, the support that's out there isn't correct. Unfortunately, exactly. and that's, exactly. that was my biggest thing. Uh, that was my biggest thing about the whole situation is that. Um, unfortunately, people who are going through um, those tough times and they really want to, they they really are on that edge of doing that. They're teetering on it. The support that's out there is false report, hmm. uh, false, support false support or, or fake support, where they're just going through the motions of it, which they don't need motions. They need you to listen to them, and then from there we can garner for your specific situation. Stop yep. putting me into a box. Stop putting me into a like everybody. Everybody's situation ain't the same. I'm not going through the exact same problems as you or as the person that you know that just went exactly. through it. You need to listen to what I have going on. I'm individual, and this is what will either keep me here or let me go. That's as that's simple it. as that. And if they want to go, it's it. That, that's unfortunately that's that's a that's a decision that they have that they made because they ran out of options. Hmm. So that's the unfortunate thing. Being a coincidence, Bow Wow is out here in the Bay right now at Sundays. Uh, oh my God! Y'all interested in pulling up or contacting him, Monty? Make See? a call, have him slide See? through to the podcast. I'm 0 for three in defending people today, like bro. Listen, you just—he's at Sundays right now. Wow! Right now, it's oh That's well, two thirty, two thirty. Jesus, he probably right, get there around. He probably can show pull up. This is how make Bow a phone call, Money. Name out there, man. Oh, Matter of no. fact, call 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 Shad right now. Call Shad, call Shad. Get Shad on the line. 
Don't, hey, don't ever, don't ever hey, insinuate get, that I got Shad. Don't ever insinuate that I got Shad number in my mommy phone. Mommy got Shad number, he, or he can get it. You can definitely get it. <laughs> he can for sure get it. Don't ever insinuate that I got Shad's number. Do in y'all my think phone. that uh, Bow Wow suffers from the you know like childhood Most celebrity, definitely. like star level? You what know we were how, talking about though, like yo, that's unfortunately his reality is that hmm. um, Scream Tour. It's Scream Tour. Damn. You he's, can't be normal. He's Bruh. still talking about Damn. Scream Tour. Have I told y'all my uh, Jackson 5 story? Jackson 5? Yeah. Bro, you ain't going to say it like I'm an old nigga. But don't ever. <laughs> no, nigga. Don't you ever said it like you was there. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, like they first came out. Jackson no, 5? So. Uh, uh, singer, like they singer, Jackson Street album? Yes, like when they was older? Sing, okay, go ahead. Go senior ahead. year of college. <laughs> I unfortunately ate an edible before I had a big ass uh, term paper due. Mm-hmm. So, routine was to do the turn paper in the living room with the big homie uh, just chilling before he had to go to work or whatever. So, we rapping and shit. Jackson 5 comes on VH1 as it does once a year for the last, what, fucking 20 years or whatever. Okay. And, of course, I caught it at the beginning, watched the whole six-hour movie, man. And by the end, had one of them little, like, uh, ISO tears streaming (laughs) and looked at my uh, roommate was like, Little Michael didn't stand a chance, bro. <laughs> but wait. Man. It hit me then. <laughs> Nigga, if your life is like that as a kid, bro, you don't stand a fucking chance as a as a grown-ass man, especially a grown black man, bro. Yeah. You are fucked. Yeah. That's a rock. Completely. Yeah. My man is a kid forever, bro. Bow Wow's done, bro. What He, he probably has Sundays wilding right now, too. He, he hey. We'll see. I mean, shit. The Bay don't have much to offer. Looking like no, a Oh, shit. Here he go. Hey, man. Shit, Sundays? <laughs> Look at that line wrapped around the corner. What? Um, auto rentals. And, auto, and auto, it'd be auto, empty by auto, the time. Auto rentals. Because they auto rentals outside. That's why. Auto Lambo rentals. Oh. Um, auto, re- auto rentals outside. Just going around the Jeez. block. Sick. Um, that's enough for all that bullshit. Let's, we, can, we can dive into, into sports. Um. One, I think we should probably start with Serena. G, dro- G dropped that in the group in the group chat uh, earlier. Um, they don't want to so, see the God win. So what? This isn't this isn't Wimbledon. Where are they at right now? What is this? The French. The French Open. So, is I it the French it Open? The French Open. Yeah. Um, so the at the free French Open, Serena wore. They call it in the cat suit. It's not a fucking cat suit, dog. It's. <laughs> It's a, that's the closest thing that they can get to. Uh, but why is it? Why like what? Who came up with that term? Who was the first one? Or has she been saying that? Maybe she's called it that first. I don't know. They've been saying, uh, you know, you can take away a superhero's costume, but you can't take away the superpowers. Some shit like uh, that. Whatever. So maybe that's why they all were. She, all, she, all, she did was, all she did was say that she felt like she was from Wakanda with it all. So she was thought she she felt like the Black Panther with yeah. it. So they, they they ran with the catsuit. So Serena had a had a an outfit designed for the French Open. Um, and it's 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 tight. It's form fitting. Yeah. Um, but as a as a well put together, uh, athletically built woman of color, naturally, her curves are her curves. She's and anyone, a goddess, you know. And and anyone that's seen Serena knows exactly what we're talking about. So a form fitting outfit looks a little bit different on her. <laughs> than it would her counterparts in the in the, in her division at a French Open, and they was mad, and they were pissed. The hus the the wives of the husbands in the audience Man. were having that shit, you know. Um, 
But Serena's like, hey, I suffer from blood clots. I need to keep my shit circulating. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is this is um this is more for actual productivity than it is for your eyes. And, and even if there is part of that in there, that's her prerogative. Right. G made the great point is that here again is the world trying to tell a woman, but especially a woman of color, how to look, dress, and act mm-hmm. because of what you see. Because of yeah, because like of the, you, you can't you can't keep your your eyes in check, and then also what your mind will take you take you off to when you see that. So therefore, a woman must now cater to that because of course you can't get you can't get that in check on yourself, huh? And that's unfortunate. It it happens not just in this and not just in this realm for uh for tennis where this is the most visible one. But it happens with, you know, kids going to school. They got to change what they got to wear because teachers are worried about what little boys are going to be worried about. Uh, You know, women in workplaces, women just walking down the street. You get labeled something off of what you are wearing is because of what we we see or just what people out from what outsiders see you as. Is this lazy or is this racism? It's both. Hmm. It's lazy racism. Huh? New term. New term. New term alert. <laughs> lazy, lazy racism lazy had its racism, fun. Racism, um, Yeah, it felt the when you read the the think pieces because that's everybody's favorite thing to write a think piece right away, and <laughs> all of them felt real lazy to me. Mm. Um, but at the core, um, the the French Open's commissioner just sounded really, really racist. Um, mm. And his 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 the the wording behind in this statement just felt real real racist, mm-hmm. um, and a continued thread. And this is the same. And we can we can couple. You guys got any more on this? Do you have any more to say? Because we can couple this with uh, the NCAA portion. I had too. I got my rock off. <laughs> you good? I'm good. Um. Oh fuck! What was the NCAA piece? I forgot what happened. <laughs> Something hella important happened, and it, was, it just felt. Oh, did that do with the rules? No, it had to do with the uh, <clears throat> the Urban Meyer shit. Oh yeah, got you, got you. Oh, oh three guys suspension. Yeah, Urban Urban Meyer, uh, head coach of Ohio, Ohio State football team, gets a three game suspension. Mm-hmm. And um, when when Ohio State was uh, being run by Coach Tressel. This is Tyrod, uh, not uh, not Tyrod, uh, Terrell Pryor's team. Mm-hmm. They got remember they got sold or they got they got suspended. Shit, I think that was like four or five games, maybe six games, mm-hmm. for trading their merchandise merchandise for tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, hearing about that. And I can't tell if it's hypocrisy or racism. And it's the same thing with reading that piece around Serena. I couldn't tell if that was laziness or racism. G like, no, that's lazy racism. Or yeah. And now with this shit, it's like, what president are you setting for the the leader of young men lying to everybody? What president are you setting? If you go, yo, he and then and then the way they were trying to say that he lied, were like, um, he mistold. Oh, I forgot what they they were saying something crazy, but they refused to say li- that he lied mm-hmm. and when he just lied. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna give him three games suspension. When he lied about knowing his one of his assistants was beating the shit out of his wife. Right. 
And in the, his reasoning for not bringing it to light may have been a more reasonable discussion, but you removed that when you just lied. Mm-hmm. And his, his reasoning was like, yo, his dad did a lot for me, so I wanted to be patient and help him out. Mm-hmm. I think everybody can kind of get with that on some level. Mm-hmm. But then when you lie about it, and then the university, it's like, uh, yeah, man, he we gonna, we gonna roll with him. And try to sh- try to package it as something else, and then if the kids do something, we got to get them the fuck up out of here. All right. The, and it it compounds this thing around collegiate sports that feels extremely racist. Where if you got a fifty three man roster for football, I think in college it's a little bit more because of red shirts and shit. Eighty. To, I'd say is as high as like ninety two percent of that is pe- players of color, mm-hmm. and then when you talk about men's basketball, women's basketball, because these are the sports that generate the most income. Let's let's, let's keep it real. Yeah, and they're pre- they're predominantly people of color or let let people of color of a, of a low of of the lowest class. Mm-hmm. So there's a level of classism there, but it feels more so like racism. Mm-hmm. The way the rules are set up, the way the money is broken down. Uh, the way the transfer rules are in play, a coach can take another job, and whatever his shit, however, however his shit is structured, is cool. A player transfer got to sit out a year. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts to me. Hmm. If a coach gets fired, whatever his whatever his guarantee was, a lot of them, a lot of their guarantees be in the in the upper million, the teens of millions mm-hmm. for a buyout. Mm-hmm. Is nuts. And we're talking about all the shit that's generating around and so here so now we're talking about with the suspensions and shit, here's this continued feeling of racism that's it's kinda hard to defend on any level. And and no one's holding because I think this suspension came from the university, so the NCAA may come down further. Um I gotta be fair in saying that. But it continues uh this culture of like it it does it does feel like some slave and you're talking this is a former collegiate athlete talking it you was like yo that shit does at the end of it when you think about all the work you put in and and how much you're generating just you and your class your years the cl- the classes that you're there and you're not included in in on any of the, the how the money's dispersed mm-hmm. um the rule changes impact you. It don't impact nobody else, but that shit impacts you as a student athlete. No one talks to you. They just make these moves. Um, I don't know, man. As that as that case was unfolding, that's what I thought about a lot. And then when the final decision came out, I was like, yo, this shit feels nuts. This is America. <laughs> Interbino. <laughs> Hey, Sal, in the video, can you put Bino's uh, shoulder move in there when he says (laughs) (laughs) Just the shoulders, bro, because Bino's shoulders. We talk about that shit outside with a nigga laugh with his shoulders. Oh, my God. Don't trust a nigga that laugh with his shoulders. The whole body laugh? (laughs) Come on, man. Oh, man. Nah, but yeah, that's, that's, that's power, man. That's the... That, that's what we was talking about a while ago on the whole um, idea of power and um, what goes into that and what it also yields um, as far as like how long your leash is. Huh. Um, there's very few uh, coaches out there that would be able to get away with that, but he's definitely <coughs> that class. 
Uh, because of the power. Because, because of, of the because power. Of he, yeah. Because of the power. Yeah. It, it's not even, it doesn't even have to do with the university being a university because they've, they've come down on a university before. Yeah. But it's just the power that yields it and that lets you know how much money Ohio State with uh, with Urban Meyer at the helm that the generates, has, yeah. has created yeah. as far as, you know, the, the money that goes into the NCAA. So, you get to see this. I mean, it's this. It's you can be in an uproar about it, and that maybe create some change. But that's it's, it's happening right now. You just got to pay attention. What, and 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 right in line with the you know with 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 pay discrepancies and shit like that, mm-hmm. and and um and fields and how and how lopsided it is. You also brought another story <laughs> to the group chat that <laughs> I think I laugh, bro. Like. For a few minutes, when I when you read it, when you read the transcript, uh, so Skylar Diggins, uh, she's married now, so she does have another uh, hyphenated last name. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting it. Um, but she plays for the Dallas Wings. Wings, the Dallas Wings was just talking about the pay difference between the WNBA and the NBA, and she. Used Harrison Barnes as an example, and oh, Harrison man, got caught in a roast. Man. <laughs> Poor man. Harrison Barnes, man. Harrison Barnes was at was at his at his table in his Minding kitchen, his business. eating some Apple Jacks, <laughs> and this came across his his text message. Um, Harrison Barnes is the highest played player for the Dallas Mavericks, and so that's why she it wasn't her reaching. She plays for the Dallas Wings. He plays for the Dallas Mavericks, and he's the highest paid player on their team. She's the highest paid player on her team. But she's a, a three, four time All Star, mm-hmm. um, and one of those years was the leading vote getter, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm the highest played player on my team, and I'm in." The, she said she's in the low sixes, low and, six and when, you know. And I know a lot of people are like hearing that, and like trying to dismiss it. But Harrison Barnes annually is making twenty four, twenty four <laughs> million, y'all. Um, <laughs> I think people are like twenty four. What? No, twenty four million. No, he made out like a bandit from the, from the Warriors <laughs> to the to the Mavs. Hey, y'all thought he was gonna take a pay cut in the Bay. Y'all sell hey, you lost your mind, man. Like, um, on the next plane to Dallas right now. But we just what was that? I think that was two or three episodes when we talked about the WNBA and what the players didn't have to do. We're actually watching uh, that was the last episode. I thought was that. Was that I last think episode? that was last episode. Y'all I think we may have talked about it the last two episodes because yeah, we two separate a bunch of different stories. Um, we're watching the Mystics and who who they playing the Dream, the Atlanta Dream in the game one of the the playoffs right now. And like literally, if y'all seen the video right now, it's a three point game uh, under a minute they left. Going back and forth, and they going back and forth, and everybody in the room is just like can't take their eyes off of it. So. Niggas that, that and there was a few niggas like man you the WNBA shit man y'all still sound stupid as shit like it's and it's, and oftentimes or not it's niggas that ain't never hooped before exactly that don't tune in and so no they hoop before they got them games in at twenty four at twenty four now and now they think they they but, but uh, they the ones that get off the court hella quick <laughs> be hella mad got away fifteen games but we trying to trying to figure out like how and when the women will win and can move into. Uh, the space shit to not have to go play overseas immediately after the season is over or before. Um, you know why though? No, I don't. 
That's why, we, that's why we talking about it. We needed you last week. What's up? <laughs> we, need, we need a poll to come in on this I topic. mean, uh, I have seen something just basically saying, like, viewership and, you know, how in demand is the WNBA? I'm not saying they don't have fans. or well, we talk, we, That's what we did. We did bring up viewership. Yeah, it's, it's just about it's not in demand like that. These women can ball out here, but it's just like they're not in demand like that. Then Everybody's not rushing to go get a Cheryl Swoops throwback jersey and nothing like that. You got that. Cheryl Swoops fucked. I didn't all say she up. was trash. I hey, said, no, yeah, I would you, have hey, a Cheryl Swoops all right now. Yeah, you disrespectful. Where's it at? I'll put no men's name on the back of my back. But, but Cheryl I, Swoops? I, Cheryl Swoops? She is. Cheryl Swoops? That, hey, that's that's pipping, bro. Nobody's rushing the Foot Locker to go get the Swoops jersey. Poe is trying to sink our podcast. I want y'all to know what's happening <laughs> I'm, right now. I'm not, even, I'm not hating. No. I love the women and what they doing. But I'm just saying, as far as like the revenue that's like Cynthia being, Cooper? Y'all better stop it, bro. That team the revenue nice. that's coming in, nobody's rushing to go get those jerseys. Unless you're a real like avid uh, fan of the WNBA. You're not, so, you're not, so, you're not, yeah. you're not wrong. The question we're asking right, our is, question was a little different as yeah. far as like with the when it comes to viewership, right? Yeah. So everything needs uh, a, a backing, a push. Right. Yeah, a push. So is is the reason why the viewership isn't what it is is because there's no interest, or, or is they're it not that getting the push. they're not getting the push? Because because so far what I've seen as far as push goes, and I might be wrong, somebody might be able to correct me, is from the NBA, they do the commercials that's big upping the top players in the WNBA when the WNBA season starts. Mm -hmm. But to tell you the truth, I saw that at the beginning of the summer. I can't say I had cable the last like no, weeks, and they, but and I, they run I haven't it, seen it since. They run it, but I'm with you. I'm, I, I, I saw those commercials and was a little put off by them, to be honest with you, because yeah. it, it felt like the niggas had to go do that as like a media day requirement. It, mm. it felt like them college days where you try to big up uh, – even college or even high school, yeah. you try you try to big up the uh, the counterpart um, so that you can get more people to over there. Yeah. But it does feel like a job when you're doing it because yeah. this is just one of your contractual agreements, uh, uh, obligations. Like, uh, obligations yeah. I mean, this is something that you actually have. You have to do a certain amount of service work, and yeah. this is yeah. part of your service work. Yeah. That come that comes across <laughs> when you're looking in front of a camera. Like, like, I don't really want to be here, bro. Oh, this thing's reading the script. <laughs> He don't. He don't really watch WBA. You can tell. Um, nah, man. I. Oh shit. We're gonna watch this uh, timeout. But that's the that's the only conversation we're trying to have. Like Skylar Diggins again. I just thought she made a really great point. Yeah. Best player to best player. All star to non all star. Look at the pay discrepancy. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um. And perhaps there's no way. Maybe the NBA is. It's completely exercised everything it could yeah. do to support them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm fully on board that that might be a thing, but there's got to be. I feel like I feel like other struggling platforms get a bigger push than WNBA is. I think that's the only point I'm bringing up. I think there's a lot of other other struggling platforms that got a guaranteed TV contract across multiple networks that then allows them to disperse more money. Hmm. Um. So do y'all feel like that the NBA should just toss down dollars to to not the as in, no not toss down put more put more in as opposed as a way to get shine, shed more light. But where do you put 
Where do you put Market, that money? I, I would say mark. I would go marketing first bro. as a, as an exercise just to see, bro, the if world, that turns into the revenue. World series of, the World Series of Poker might have more of a backing <laughs> on ESPN. Dog. Than, and that's not even an WBA. exaggeration because that should have come on ESPN one, two, and ESPN. No, their purse has gotten so ridiculous in growth from year to year, from like the last like seven years because I've been watching that shit. Like it, over that time period, that that purse has gotten crazy, and that that started off with a backing. Y'all wild! Y'all wild! <laughs> y'all trying to take y'all trying to take this podcast <laughs> down, man. I knew, you, Paul, I knew you didn't fuck with me, bro. I knew it. Yeah, R and B. We're all R and B. No, no R and B. Just R and B. All right. We're all R and B babies. Mm-hmm. Um, Lloyd feels a little undervalued to me. Okay. Does he? On the brink of, I think he's got an album coming in the next uh, few weeks or so. Okay. Might be this week actually. Might be this Friday. Is it thirty first this week? Uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next Friday. Yeah. So I feel like. He's got a he's got an album coming. Um I don't know. Lloyd's Lloyd's gave given us some good projects. So what's the question? Is he under is, is where do you rank it? him? Top one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have hella hella funk for no reason because Poe wanna be an asshole. Bro, he top one hundred. How many R and B artists are out right now? Yeah. Damn. R and B right now he's top one hundred, bro. Where is he at? In your in top one hundred sounds fucking nuts because I can't even name. I don't think I can name thirty R and B artists people, that I listen bro. to. Hey, where do you rank him? All know. right, so top fifty. Top fifty sounds nuts. Like right now, I'm not talking about overtime. Talk, overall, I'm talking about everybody. So do you rank? Uh, do you rank Lloyd over Joe? Right. Period. See, I put, but I all put, time. but I put. See, I'm not all, Lloyd. Wouldn't be in my all time. That's the difference. Oh, he's not even Joe, ranked. Joe's in my all time. Okay. That's. I feel like that feels like a different argument to me. I'm not talking all time. I'm uh, talking right now. Oh, right now. He, yeah. What has Lloyd done? He's on the Beano shit. He put out that EP uh, last year. It, it, it's not super active. In, in fairness to you, but when he when Brud when Brud's on something, you like mm-hmm. damn. You forget how dope Lloyd was. Does that have, does that have to do with the uh, with the separation from? Was he with uh, Gotti and Murder Inc. Yeah, so yeah. That little period of like, oh, this is only right one, but um, that little period of switching from them to being independent, I think was what he did. I think so. For yeah. A second so there. and then his independent game was like chill as hell. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. I might to be reaching. Say what, it's I kinda, might be reaching. It's kind of hard to even say what Lloyd is right now or huh. what kind of music he about to put out. Who would you rather have, money, oh. Jeremiah or Lloyd? Hmm. Is Wayne involved? Okay, you want to put Wayne on the track with Lloyd or Jeremiah? Lloyd. Jeremiah. No, the the Lloyd and, and the Lloyd and Wayne and is Wayne proven. combo is crazy. Yeah, that's proven. But Come I'm just on, saying, but I'm just saying, that's that, that's all I was gonna put Lloyd in that conversation because uh, Jeremiah right now. Come on, bro. You, you you can't you can't knock out Jeremiah twice in two. Yeah, times we did. Yeah, two. You're not gonna get us to get him out of here two Come weeks on, in a row. Like, I'm we, just my, asking. My man had a hard week last week. He ain't really do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> my man stated his opinion, and now everybody hate him. All I want to know is who y'all keeping. Damn, you got to get rid of one. 
There can only be one. Only be one. I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I can't answer that. Peace out, Lloyd. Peace out, Lloyd. Okay. Yeah. Uh, real. You the same way? Uh, yeah. Jeremiah got too many hits. That, that nigga pin game is is too nice. I y'all not wrong. I think I'm going. I think I'm leaning more towards like uh, there's a there's a bias and a nostalgia. So I got to be honest about that. Okay. So maybe um, maybe. We're reaching now. We just talking about shit. What's uh? What y'all got coming up, man? Talk. Tell me. Tell me something good, man. Tell the people something good. You y'all got fans now. Somebody called and or text for your IG handle, Poe. Hey, um, get it in. G, po. you just you still you are still reaping the benefits from being new to Instagram. What nigga gets to be new with Instagram in 2018 is fucking crazy. Um, any nigga you can't go down his fucking timeline and go back at least two weeks, you probably shouldn't trust. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying I'm building trust right now <laughs> <laughs> Y'all keep putting y'all trust in L And you can only see the last week and a half of his life That's on y'all Alright What's hey, up man. fellas what we, what we got coming up Talk to me uh, Talk to the people so we can get out of here Shit I'm just blasting out to Yayo Miami uh, what's, What day is that Wednesday night Okay. Wednesday night So that's that's oh, all nice. I got up What's up That's dope yeah, he tried yeah, to say it all came. like all regular. Yeah, should have came. Man. All right, cool. What you got up, G? Uh no, nah, I'm just I'm still in the process of uh of my move, so I'm just getting my spot together. Man, I walked in L spot and was like, That's important. damn. Yeah, Moved so, on up, Sal. Um, what you got going on, man? Tell the people you got anything coming up. I just work. <laughs> Sal, the only person to shoot and edit a video in the same night, <laughs> but it, but it'll be a 14 hour shoot, and then he'll go home. Smoke some and then edit the whole video and be like, "Oh, this is the first draft." So and the artist would be like, "Man, right there." No, no, no. We're gonna keep this. One. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, we just gonna roll with this one, Sal. Sal, like, oh no, I just wanted to show you something. Like, no, Sal, this is perfect. Like, what? Who can do all that in one night? That's fucking awesome. What could we expect from Money Draper? Oh, if man. you've talked to him in a while, man, uh, a lot of shit. Uh, leave for Amsterdam in the morning. Hey. Be in Europe for the next like two, three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Working, got a bunch of shows lined up, and just gonna connect with people, which is something we gotta figure out how we want if we want to do the podcast. I can do it from there with guests. It just feels shitty to take a hiatus right in the middle of us catching our groove, but uh, we can also call in. So we'll. Feel- I think you should just uh, like interview cast out there. We can do. We can. We'll figure it out. Um, might just be another way to get a bunch of content, but and how y'all call in at least some point just to tap in to people. Seem to kind of like you niggas. I don't know how I feel about it, man. Hey, man, that's, that's cool <laughs> Paul right there, man. Cool me to um, Paul. Yeah, um, all right. Got a LG and Monty Fool, y'all. <laughs> we got the, the final mixes to the new record back last night, yeah. baby. Shout out to my man Exclusive. Uh, the, I guess we can say it here. Uh, producers on this one are DJ Flow, of course. DJ Flow did like five, six joints on it. Uh, the homie soundtrack and Zenin. Salute to uh, Zenin. He just dropped this project. I heard that. Go cop that on At The F Records and ODS. Um, uh, Kevin Allen did a beat on there. The homie Ryman did a beat on there. Um, and it features the homie Mike Sneed, Emily McLean, Kevin Allen, and got a fucking lock feature, bro. How crazy is that? Hey. And, uh, and GQ, uh, the homie from Jamla. Q, y'all know Q from the town, though. Um... Then a lot more shit. Me and Sal been working like crazy, so can't wait to share a lot of that with the people. Sal, we got some shit dropping this week or no? 
could. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he mean that shit too. He, absolutely, he absolutely means that. It's uh, up to you, bro. <laughs> so yeah, we got like, just we just we stay we stay trying to create and elevate, man. And I want to I want to go live and thank my brothers for for fucking buying into the pod. Uh, the the feedback and the engagement has been like overwhelming, and I and I genuinely believe we have something, and I know they do too. So we're gonna keep it pushing. Um, shit, and that's that's meet the brave. I'm your host, Monty Draper, and I'm LG, <laughs> and this is John. <laughs> love, well, love, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, sign out, mate. All right, what up, the Sal? Thank y'all for coming out. Hit <laughs> 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 it with the moniker. <laughs>